Welcome to Dong Teeny, episode number 119. On today's show, Simone slummed it in Hawaii for the holidays, Steffi had a very evangelical Christmas, and a strange man approached Simone to discuss... You should sit dong for this. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury! Hello, Simone. How are you, dong? I'm dong very well. Thank you, Stephanie. How are you dong on this odd numbered dong team? <laughs> well, yeah, I just asked Simone. I'm like, I don't even know. I can't remember. It's been so long since we recorded. Do you do the even <laughs> intros or do I do the even intros? And she's like, you do yeah. the odd intros because I don't like odd numbers. I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I think I knew that, but I had to be sure. So then Do you I, mean it makes sense that I wouldn't like odd it numbers? It would make sense. That, yeah, it, it would. And then you, you went on to explain, which is great, that five was okay. Okay, because it goes evenly into 10 and I go yeah, right yeah. and 5 is a prime number and you go I don't understand prime numbers and I love <laughs> I mean it's so great but uh, they also prime numbers seem like something you'd be down with in a way just because they can't be divided by anything and so they're special I mean they can't be divided right. by a whole number so that seems but then that also seems like it could go the other way and drive you insane because they can't be divided by anything so yeah 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 like when you think about the universe the expanse of the universe and that makes you insane maybe prime numbers can do that but maybe they don't to people who actually understand maths <laughs> I, yeah I know someone who thinks in terms of prime numbers and she sees them in colors and shapes and like dimensions is yeah she's She's um, like a computer genius type person, so I do not wow. get that. But um, yeah, prime numbers kind of always drove me crazy because it took me forever to figure out how they work. But isn't but. every odd number not? Uh, no, because well, fifteen isn't prime because and ten right, because you can it can be divided by three. Yeah, but five is right, prime, right, right. seven is prime, um, eleven, thirteen. This is, oh. this is a really okay, awesome yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't you guys glad you waited this month for this? Making it worth your while. <laughs> and to make it worse, it's not even like you could learn something from us because we're so bad at maths that you have two idiots <laughs> talking about maths. <laughs> oh, boy. Moms and so. math. Dong teeny. <laughs> Okay, I just saw that my battery is down on one, and I feel like an idiot, so I'm gonna go change it up. Okay. Um, for the podcast, like, Which uh, battery, your phone or your. It's um, the recorder. Battery. The bar? Or the movie? No. <laughs> I said the bar or the movie, but I don't know that there is a movie. No, I don't know that there is either. I think I was... Isn't there like a goodbye, Mr. Goodbar or something? Or I don't know. <laughs> no, I was feeling like it's a movie with um, with James Stewart, but then I think I'm thinking of Mr. S- Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. <laughs> this is so convoluted. Um... I feel like there's a movie with Goodbar in there, but I, I, is Mr. Goodbar the one? Is the are we starting from the start, or do you still have what you recorded already? Oh, okay, cool. Um, do we still have? Um, uh, is Mr. Goodbar the one with the Rice Krispies in it? No, that's Crackle. Okay. Um, yeah, Mr. Goodbar is just chocolate and peanuts in it, like peanut oh. halves. I really okay. like them for some reason, but it was really funny because last week. I did the like the drive by the admin assistant's desk because he always has some kind of like really good you know the Hershey's whatever assorted chocolates on it, and yeah. I got a Mr. Goodbar. Then I checked Twitter and my friend Daniel was like, "You can always tell the si- office psychopath by the one who goes for the Mr. Goodbar first. And he's like my friend in New York, like he wasn't there or anything. And I'm like, "Oh my God, guess what I just did." <laughs> I always, I always go for the, um, the special dark. Special dark. I knew it. <laughs> that's my second. That's my second. Oh, that is your second. Interesting. Yeah, what's your second? 
Um, I think and then I would probably go for a crackle. Oh, crackle. Yeah. I think those are kind of down low on my list because yeah. I don't find the Rice Krispie things too super satisfying. I keep thinking, these are rice. Yeah, I think I used to really be into kisses. I remember when I it was so dumb. The first time when I was I came out to America when I was um, was way back. I can't remember, but yeah, no, I was was coming to America when I was like 19, and I stopped in the Philippines because I went on Philippine Air, and I bought like a six-pack bag of kisses before I even got to America because it was on sale, duty-free, and I just couldn't. I don't know why I did that so early instead of just waiting till I got to America. But uh, (laughs) but I never had to eat them on the plane. No, I didn't. I didn't yeah, do them. No, I, th- no? I think I thought I was going to eat them on the duration of my trip, and I never finished them, um, which is kind of what I tend to do with chocolates, is hoard them and, uh, and then not eat them. Which reminds me, the exciting news that just came in is that um, my energy drink, my beloved energy drink from Australia, V, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but Bunyan once brought me 64 cans when she visited. <gasps> yeah, and I always drink it up. So nice. like, Yeah, well, she was good. I just said, get as much as you can carry so that could have just been a four pack even you know what i mean and it was on sale and she brought this whole second case because she had the she had this extra bag that she could check and filled it with 64 cans because it was on sale so um yeah anyway greg just found it at 7-eleven here in america uh-uh yeah that's so, so weird yeah and it's got like a, it's got a kangaroo on it. it oh except well for you. No, no, except no, for you right uh, now you should get one well, you didn't yeah, to, to drink to Red Bull or anything, but you know I love it, so that's the reason to try it. But oh no, I love Red Bull. Oh, you do? Oh, I thought you weren't. Were you not? Was this recent? Um, I'll pound anything that has any Caffeine. kind of energy related. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, try V. There's two. There's two flavors too. Um, but yeah, but they have it at Seven Eleven, and I think it's it's across the board because it has. There's like a you know when they have like the Seven yes. Eleven promotions, and it's like you know new energy drink from Australia, and there's like a kangaroo on it, and it says Australia's <laughs> favorite energy drink. So. Um, yeah, I haven't had any since August when we were in England because I uh, was pounding them while we were there because they have it there. So Australian um, for energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you guys hate Fosters? Like, isn't that kind of crap beer down there, like Budweiser yeah, or nobody, something? Nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody like. I mean, well, here people actually drink Budweiser, whereas they're like seriously like it's hard to find. I think my dad was trying to find it because my dad missed the memo on that because he's not very Australian, and um, and uh, I think they were trying to get Fosters. And like, you can't find it. It's like, yeah, nobody drinks it. Like, they didn't even. Know. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I think we should leave all this in. It's great stuff. Yeah, this is great. Let's keep going. <laughs> they love it. The people love it. The people love it. The people like the uh, the casual form the show has taken. Just uh, ask them. <laughs> so um, anyway, so I guess let's talk about the immediate immediate history, and then we'll scale back over the last month after that. How does that how does that sound? Sounds good. Okay, so what's it? Today's the uh, the twenty eighth of December, is it? 28th. Sunday, the twenty eighth. Yes, it is. Thanks, and I actually declared, I actually declared this this morning, the, the five a.m. hour of, of Sunday, the twenty eighth of December, is the worst hour of the year. <laughs> wow! Yeah. I've had uh, everyone's been telling me how depressed they are, and I'm like, I know, right? So this, <laughs> I want to hear more about this. Oh, well, it's this not feels as tied in. It's not as emotionally charged as you might think, but uh, yeah. So um, Quincy's been waking up. He's like an amazing sleeper, but he like the night before he would like wake woke up several times and we had trouble getting him to sleep. And then last night he woke up once, like while we were still up, put him back to sleep. Fine. Five thirty, he wakes up crying, and I go to do the normal, just give him his bottle back and and leave the room. But then he seemed he was just he was fully standing up and screaming, which he doesn't do. So then I get him out to check his diaper, and he's like soaked in piss and he's shit, which he doesn't usually do till he gets up at eight thirty. Great. So it's this full diaper change, baby change at 5.30 in the morning that I don't ever, ever have to deal with, you know, so it's like, oh, fuck. So I do all that and give him his bottle, I give him some formula just to, so he'll go to sleep easier, and he's out, and I'm just dozing off, and Greg's wide awake, of course, because he was screaming, screaming through the whole diaper change and everything, and then I hear this... Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, is that the cat throwing up? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) I know that sound. (laughs) Yeah, and I just, and I just turned to Greg, I was like, there's a cat throwing up and I it was like unspoken that since I had just dealt with the baby that he would be dealing with the cat part. 
Yeah, so, seriously. And, and then when he came back, that's when I declared the 5 a.m. hour of December 28th the worst hour of the year. Um, yeah, I would agree with you on that. That's, that's terrible. That's a terrible way to start the day. Yes. <laughs> At least you didn't have to go to work, I guess. Yeah, I'm not going back till my birthday on the 5th. So That's right. It's pretty awesome. But would it anyway. be better if you got to go to work after that and... and escape whatever potential stuff might happen or did things ease up no things are fine horrible witching hour yeah it was just yeah just yeah aired everything out and everything's washed and cleaned and there's no cat vomit to be seen so i think things (laughs) turned out okay but yeah so but it's like three days after christmas and Mm -hmm. um how have you felt about christmas we had some texting some emotional texting dude christmas is like the worst time of the year i'm just now realizing this the past few years (laughs) it really is everyone yeah i mean i know that the suicide rate is just statistically nationwide maybe globally like really high yeah between christmas and new year's what is it about it I think it's because it's all this togetherness. There's pressure to act happy and have family togetherness. And since I don't yes. have family togetherness, it's kind of like, ugh. Yeah. And then um, when I do go to David's family, I'm like, they're not my family. And, you know, they I, they don't know me. You know, it's just like, I just, all this loss is kind of smacking me in the face. And, um, yeah. Yeah, maybe this is just, it's like Mother's Day thing. Like, maybe this is something I'm just, like, going to work through for a few years. But a lot yeah. of people are telling me that they're super sad. And I'm like, you know what? I really get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just this pressure to act a certain way and it's kind of like with the valentine's day you know how valentine's day is super annoying because it seems like pressure to force some kind of emotion or display of affection that should be organic yeah that's <laughs> why i've written it off i've christmas. never had that because i've i wrote it off like at the beginning right. of our relationship yeah, i was bad, like i don't do valentine's <laughs> day like it's stupid so yeah i've never uh, luckily i've never got caught up in, in that so, um, but yeah, but the Christmas thing is like, I mean, I've always, I loved Christmas as a kid. Like, do you, how did you, yeah, when did you, when did your Christmas star fade? Like mine, I, I feel like in the last five years, years, it's just really like. Yes. The last like, five years. I feel like, in the, so that's what I'm like wondering if it's like, is it the world around us that's like killing it for us in conjunction with getting older and jaded i can't i can't quite put my finger on it you know because like like Mm -hmm. it was the 23rd the 22nd or the 23rd of december and i didn't know what day it was like what planet am i on where i don't know exactly how many days till christmas you know what i mean i know yeah i used to be the biggest christmas freak and my friend and i would like count my friend natalie lane we would count down christmas i have a christmas calendar in junior high and high school and we're just big dorks for it, and I'd always make Chris. I remember my first year in college, I had this headbanger roommate, which was great because we listened to a lot of Metallica and Led Zeppelin, which is what <laughs> I was really into when I was 18. But then when it came Christmas time, she's like, "Oh my God, are you getting actually getting out that Christmas shit?" And uh, you know, I'm like, oh, "How could someone not like Christmas?" You know, yeah. was my response. And now I'm kind of like, "Oh." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want it back. I love that feeling. I loved, I feel like I don't hear Christmas music even out and about as much as I used to, you know? And I don't feel hmm. like I'm seeing Christmas Lucky. decorations as much. I, I can't tell if it, I feel like it's not in my face, you know, in the mm-hmm. nice way like it used to be, you know? Hmm. And, um, Oh, maybe I'm just not seeing. Maybe I've become blind to it. I just can't tell what's happened. But I'm hoping, like, obviously Quincy still doesn't know what the fuck's going on. So we didn't really bother with any much of anything. I like wrapped a present right. poorly. You know, like even this, I didn't have enough paper, so like the sides were exposed. I'm like, who gives a shit? He doesn't even know. And I took a great video. Like I gave it to him. It was the Fisher Price uh, plastic record player. You know. Oh, this plastic this is a great present. Yeah, yeah. But he's still kind of too small for it because he's just going to break it if, if I leave him alone. Right. But, um, so he can use it supervised for now until he's used to it. But um, like I gave it to him and like, you know, he's just like, he like pick, kind of picks it up and then I like rip a bit of the paper like to give him a head start and he just like pulls at it and he like kind of let go of it and I like, did it again and he did tore it a little bit and then he walked off and picked up Greg's shoes. Uh, <laughs> I remember like, that. Just with my kids, like, for a long time, it was the paper that was so much more exciting than the present. Yeah, he wasn't even excited by the paper, so it's like, yeah. So it's like, I think maybe next year he'll know more what's going on, I think. I don't know. But definitely the one after. Definitely two Christmases from now, I think he'll be excited. And I'm hoping I can get excited, too, you know, like... 
I think last year I don't think I even remembered to listen to Phil Spector's Christmas album until like the day off. Usually I'm playing that the shit out of that all fucking December. <laughs> I know, know, you usually are. <laughs> so that Aww. is the best. But yeah, uh, the older yeah. I get, the more I think like Christmas is for children. Like I didn't ask for anything. Well, I asked for one thing. I asked for a, a compression blanket that they make for autistic people <laughs> to calm oh. them down. Are those like those <laughs> heavy blankets? I have, I have, I, yeah, yeah. It's just like a really heavy blanket because I love having just a ton of quilts on me. How do you feel about that? Do you I like love that? weight. I love yes. weight. Even in the summer, like when it's really hot, I need to have the full cover on me because I need the weight on me, even though it's hot. Yes. Yes, yeah. me too. So, and then like my feet have to stick out. Yes, yes. In the summer. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> so I was looking, I was researching this. I'm like, I want one of those lead aprons like the dentist puts on you. Like that would be really awesome yeah. just to sleep under all night. And then my friend Lauren told me about the compression blanket that you could have made. That would be like, you know, I think it's like 25 pounds for adults oh. or something like that. And so David is making me one by hand. He's halfway <gasps> done with it right now. What is he, he putting like, in it to make the weight? Rice. Rice. <laughs> Your fucking house is going to be infested with rats. We'll see. <laughs> that should be it's, interesting. It's like it's like it sounds like a medieval torture where you have, these rats will slowly come and eat away at the rice and then they that's what they used to do. They used to put the yeah, that one with the cage where they put the cage over the stomach and then have a starving rat in it so the rat would no. eventually start <gasps> eating the stomach no. and that's how the torture would happen. Yeah. Uh-uh. 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 Yeah. What I was the it. name of that torture device? I don't remember. I just visually remember if I'm seeing it at a wax museum. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so when you say I you're going to be covered in rice, I'm like, these rats are just going to eat right through it. Oh, I think I see what David's actually trying to do to me <laughs> Yeah, <now>. so do I. <laughs> okay, That's awesome. here's something really weird. Lolly wanted a certain coat and so for Christmas, so I got it for her on eBay, and it had been used, but it was an EUC, excellent use condition, right, on eBay. So yeah. it comes, and she puts it on, she's real happy with it, and then she's like, there's something weird in the sleeve. And so we took it off and I was feeling it and it felt like gravel, like there's gravel all the way up the sleeve just inside uh-huh. the lining. And so I go, I'm going to just like cut a little hole right down here by the cuff and you know, on the inside of the lining and we'll just like shake out the gravel. And she's like, okay, or I was like, or we can see what this is. It was cereal. Oh! It was like, like <laughs> muesli, you know, that kind of cereal with all the, like wow. the oats and the, it was so weird. And as it was falling out or shaking it, I was just cracking up. I'm like, what the fuck is oh. happening? Did it gross you out? This in there. Huh? Did it gross you out? Not really, because it was in perfect condition. Like, there was nothing we- Like, it, it was fine. It was like, it just came out of a cereal <laughs> box. I'm like, what is this doing in the coat? I think... So I- Oh, I think I'd freak some out. Negative feedback. Yeah, yeah. That would be the funniest feedback. Oh my god. I think I'd kind of freak out because discarded food just. I don't. I know. know. I'm just... like, how did it get in there? Because I'm checking for holes in the coat. You know, like, did rats like or squirrels pack this away? I don't. How did it get in there? So yeah, I think if I touched that, I would feel like the ghost of breakfast's past or something. <laughs> That's when you visited me for Christmas. <laughs> Goes to breakfast pass. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how lucky they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't recording it, but listener, I just said, I've got to save that because this is fucking gold we're making. <laughs> Lucky, yeah, I didn't ask for anything people. for Christmas either. Oh, well, guess what? I almost I asked for, and Greg's like, "Yeah, whatever you want." But then I just I kind of changed my mind. I wanted to get a vape kit, <laughs> and oh, then I felt like you such told a douche. You were going to ask for that. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and then I went to see my friend's movie last Sunday, and on the way home, I'm like, I'm stopping at V for vape. <laughs> v for vape. <laughs> because I read good Yelp reviews. The, the Australian guy's very energy drink V there. <laughs> oh, they should. They should have a fridge with just that in it. Um, and but they should anyway, have a lot yes. of vaginas, too. They should. They're just everything V. Um, yeah, but like, so you could go and like, they explain the whole setup and everything and like you buy. So they don't have the ones like, you remember the one we were smoking back in July that was like yeah. a cigarette, you know? So these are like, you know, like they're fatter and... 
you know, and it's like more, more, more heavy duty. And, um, and so you buy that thing and then you get this other thing with the coils and the part you put the juice in. It's like $65 to start, you know, mm-hmm. and then I'm testing and then you can test them. They give you a little plastic rubbery tip and you can like test out all these different flavors and stuff, you know, cause I'm really just into the flavor. I don't need nicotine or anything. Oh. I just, I'm just looking for flavors, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And, and I like That's that like the, hit a on the back of the throat. little hot lyric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does. I like great flavor. Um, but like I like that hit that you get in the back of the throat. So I'm tasting some of these, and some of them give you no hit on the back of the throat. It's just you just feel like you're sucking in air, and then you breathe. You can breathe out, and you taste the flavor. You know. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, this isn't what I don't. I has to. So I'm talking to the guy about it because he knows everything about it, and he's just told me how to do with the percentage of the there's like vegetable glycol and some other chemical synthetic glycol something and it has to do with the percentage of that you know and I was like okay it's like I definitely want the hit you know in the throat that's part of it for me mm-hmm. um, but then it just felt and then some of them I taste I'm like this is yummy but it's really faint and I'm like if I buy a bottle of this and like I can't am I gonna just get immune to the taste after a while and I just thought I'm just too casual of a user to spend $65 on this <laughs> you know and even if it's a present so I just kind of thought I don't think I need to do this yeah. so um, yeah so I might just get the menthols randomly and so I'm gonna get some refills for my same one that I had in July and just puff on that occasionally because I like it so yeah um, so weed isn't legal in California is it uh just medicinal okay they're fighting that but I think I think that's all going to change because isn't isn't the federal government just not kind of really rolling over on that because I, I know when Obama first came in be. Yeah, because I think that when like Obama first came in, they were all like, you know, the Attorney General was like, yeah, we're going to crack down on that shit. And then I think they've actually completely backpedaled on that. So, yeah, how's that working out for Washington with the, uh, with the pot? I think it's pretty good. Like, well, as, as someone who works in the emergency room, like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what they should make illegal or regulate harder is alcohol and not the weed because like half yeah. the case, half the injury, case, or at least a third. Um, I would say of the injury cases that come in are alcohol related. I've never seen right. one marijuana related <laughs> case in 16 years. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know exactly how it's going, but I think it's in good in theory. So whatever. Yeah. Well, how um, much do you think? Um, I mean, is because you can't really can they test for pot use now? I know mm-hmm. they used to not be able to. So now you can test someone like this. Person. Yeah, you can get the um, test kits at the dollar store. I've seen them there oh, next wow. to the pregnancy kit. <laughs> Yeah, I saw them once I was waiting for a prescription at Rite Aid, all these, like, drug test your kid kids. Oh, God, yeah. I hope I never have to do that. Yeah. Speaking of which, Jude is about to turn 13. <laughs> How does that make you feel in, like... Just over know. two, just over a week. I don't know how it makes me feel. He's like so fun and sweet right now. Like he's a little yeah. bit teenagery, but he's just like he's a hilarious doll. Like we were in Portland the other day, and and some you know weird you know probably psychotic guy came up to him on the street. He's like, hey. Hey, you look like you'd be a good sumo wrestler if you just would eat a little bit. And Judah goes, "Why do you think I'm here?" <laughs> We're a donut, you know, like he just right. like, kind of like did this really good banter, and he was just really fun and silly. And yeah, you know, I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm so proud of him. You know, <laughs> he's just a good kid. Yeah. So, um, he hasn't started like really dating or you know, staying out with friends or getting into anything where I have to be like, "What's what are you guys doing?" You know. So yeah, um, it's. I don't know. I don't feel too old, but I like to. I like to do everything that makes him mad. Like, are you and your friends going to play the video games tonight? You know, and he gets so mad. Like, I try to do the intentionally <laughs> dorky stuff. So yeah, yeah. So that part's really fun because, you know, not to brag, but I know how to embarrass a teenager. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a big year for you. You have a child turning 10, 13, and you're turning 40. I'm turning 40 in February. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So it's gonna be a big year. I don't Craziness. know what I'm gonna do. Uh, well, I'm turning 37 in, in eight days. Oh, so, that's a good uh, age. Yeah, but I mean, I've been thinking I was 37 all year, as we said before. So I'm like, cool, I'm finally 37 <laughs> after all these months. Oh my gosh, I love that. Like, after yeah. my, yeah, after like the 35 or so, I started having to do math when people ask how old I was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was born in 75, so um, that means... <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, it's just all kind of a, a blur at some point, and yeah, I'm excited to turn forty. I think that That's it'll be good. fine, you know. 
I really do. But we'll see. Yeah, you we'll keep che- telling we'll yourself We'll check back that. in and see how I feel when it actually happens. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you know, just totally freak out. <laughs> yeah, because I just remember being a kid and thinking that, that 40 was the end of your life. Like, that is when the midlife crisis happens and... You know, you're yes. super gray and you wear like the gross khaki pants with pleats and, you know. Yeah. So. My mom had, somebody gave her a mug that said, <laughs> when you're over the hill, you pick up speed. And it had and it had the words over the hill all over the mug. Like it must have been 50 times over the hill, over the hill. And I remember I used to, used to read in my mind like, over the hill, over the hill. <laughs> Just like I would read it in this, Poor mom. In this, in this trance in my mind. But yeah, yeah, she did not like turning 40, but yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not quite there yet. Luckily, I've still got three whole years to go, even though yeah. I was 37. So, yeah. <laughs> that felt soften the blow just a little bit. But. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So since we last recorded, did we actually record before or after Thanksgiving? Now I can't even remember if we were like preempted or did we think it was going to come out before Thanksgiving? Yes, or? I think that was it. We were going to do a preemptive. Thanksgiving episode, I think. Oh, no, no, we recorded before and thought it would come out. It would come out I, on, and then it didn't, which yeah. was fine. Yeah, so, okay, so Thanksgiving was fine, whatever. I don't really remember it. What did we do? <laughs> I seriously can't remember what I did on Thanksgiving. I can't remember. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 I do. I think it was after, it was after, because, yeah, we went to, um, I said, I said Nancy Sinatra was at our Thanksgiving. Yeah, I said that. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we recorded after. Um, yeah, and so then I went to Arizona for a few days, like from the third, um, um, to visit Greg's mom. And Greg was doing shows and stuff. And Quincy obtained his fifth state. So he's pretty well traveled for a little uh, 19-month-old baby. Oh, he sure is. Yeah, and then um, and then we went to Hawaii. We left on the 9th and came back on the 18th. So, oh, how um, was that? That was that was so great. I mean, before all that started, like from late November, I was just having like regressing back into my anxiety issues, and mm-hmm. I was really worried that it was gonna like taint my trip and just kind of mm-hmm. I'd be I have stuff eating away at me. And it was all you know, some things were real and some things were just like nothing. You know, just my mind putting me in a bad place for no reason. You know, no mm-hmm. you know quantifiable reason. Um, but anyway, but yeah, but from that weekend trip with, with to Arizona, I like totally was like, it was like being away from home. I was just sort of away from my baggage. So I had a good time. So I was like, oh good. Mm-hmm. I have, I, I think, I think Hawaii is going to be fine too. Cause I didn't want to feel shitty about it, you know? So, um, yeah. And what was nice about it too, is that like, you know, when you're home and like you're, you want to like appreciate and enjoy your kids but like you need to do a million other things and yes. when you're not doing those things you just want to rest so the kid kind of almost feels like yes. a burden all the time <laughs> yeah so it's like i want to uh, but it was good because when i was away from home like i don't have anything else to do but hang out with you you know it's like i was like in the hotel room just me and quincy mm-hmm. it's like all i can do is hang out with you and i just like i was like having the best time and i was just sort of i just really enjoyed that time because i didn't have anything else to do other than just to spend time with him so that was really Aww. good so he was doing adorable things and um yeah so hawaii was was great we had some dramas which i, I said i would oh, yeah. talk about so um yeah so we went there because um greg and and tim were shooting there and um uh yeah so like we were staying in a house um just sort of sort of like oh, about an hour or so out of honolulu and the um and the crew was staying at another house and um and this is like a airbnb type type site you know so where you it's somebody's house and they're renting it out so um we had some really nice people that we were renting our house from our house was beautiful classic hawaii looking tropical house and i was so happy to be there and theirs was just kind of really you know just sort of a a house that happened to be in hawaii you know so very functional but um anyway but it was like really big with like a million rooms and everything very accommodating so they were in the in the house and um Wow. Anyway, and the la- the lady that was um, that signed the contract was very specific about no extra people and all this no. stuff. So she had cameras and stuff yeah. trained, like in the in the in the yard, trained on the house. And so no, she, like security yeah, cameras. So, yeah, yeah, security cameras. <laughs> and then she's like, "I've got eyes in the house. I know what's going on. <gasps> you have all these extra people." And so they knew like all these cars were in the driveway, and that there was a lady with a baby over, and all this stuff. And she just went ape shit and like 
and then I think one of the crew people brought their girlfriend, so they ended up being one or two more people than it said on the contract, even though there was room for everybody and nothing bad was going on. And she like extorted them for like a, a whole bunch of money and insisted that demanded that they give her money and go to the bank and take all this money what? out. It was like fucked up. Yeah. Oh, stressful. Yeah. Yeah, so that was like such a fucking drag. And then, like two days later, she shows up at our house wanting more information. Like, where did those guys stay last night? And I'm like, you know, what are you talking about? Why are you asking me? Like, it had nothing to do with me. I'm just like the wife who's here for vacation. Like, I'm not part of that, you know? So anyway, yeah, so that was that was kind of a mess. And we were so far out of town then and there was all this bad traffic. So the first few days were kind of rough because going in and out of, you know, Honolulu or anything was becoming a real pain, but it eased up after a few days. So, so, so that was fine. But, um, yeah, so then I had this package for my, my, my family's Christmas present in Australia. And I'm trying, I have to mail it, everything I have to mail way early if I'm going to get there before Christmas, you know, because of the going to right. Australia. So, and I texted you a little bit about this, but I didn't give you all the details. And damn it, I forgot to like type it all up to remember as, as much as I could. But, so I, so I keep stopping, popping in at the post office with my package with the lines always too long. And, um, and so I stop and I'm like, oh man, it's too long again. I go back to my car and this guy's like, uh, excuse me, um, are you from here? And I was like, he's like, oh no, he's like, is a is a post office? Uh, do you know how late it's open? I'm like, I don't live here. I'm, I I don't know. He's like, oh man, oh so you're not from here? Oh, where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from LA. He's like, oh cool, man. Good, it's so good to talk to someone who's like not from around here. And I was like, oh, it's like, okay, like you're not offended easy, right? And I was like, I was like, no, no, you can say anything to me. I don't give a shit. And he's like, okay, but it's like, it's like the people here, they just, they just so, I hate it here. I hate it here. And I was like, yeah, well, I think it's the locals. It's a real like the locals moved out here you know so it's not like a touristy friendly as friendly a place as some you know mm-hmm. and he's like oh, okay good I'm glad it's not just me I'm glad it's just not just me you know I'm just I'm in the military you know and I'm just here you know for the military and I was like oh okay fine whatever he's like I'm just here because I'm getting plastic surgery because the military lets you get two plastic surgery one plastic surgery a year what? cosmetic and I was like oh okay okay He's like, cool. Um, and he just keeps talking. So we're just chatting about the people and the local. And he's one of those people, you know, where they keep asking you stuff and you kind of answer and then they just keep talking again because they're not really wanting to hear your answer. They're just trying to be the one talking. I sort of mm-hmm. realized that more in retrospect. Um, <laughs> and so, um, he, so we keep talking, keep talking. And he's like, you know, yeah, because like, oh, that's right. So this is why the people around were gay. He's like, yeah, because the people I'm meeting with, you know, they're like, they say, you're getting plastic surgery? Man, that's gay. And I was like, what? Why is that gay? And he's just like, yeah, man, oh I don't God. know. You tell me, man, you tell me. It's like, yeah, they're like, you're gay. You're getting plastic surgery. That's gay. I was like, oh man, that's I said. I guess you know they're just maybe a bit more backwards here than he said he was from San Diego. I was like, you know, it's a small town. You know, I'm just trying to like mm-hmm. be cool, but like I see what you're saying, but what are you gonna do, kind of kind of thing. And he keeps talking about the plastic surgery, and they're saying it's gay. And he's like, what do you think of plastic surgery? I was like, well, you know, it's, it's your choice. I don't know why it matters to them why they have to call you gay. And I'm this not is such an involved conversation is, for the post office parking it lot. It is. <laughs> it is. And it gets more involved. <laughs> and so, anyway, he's talking about plastic surgery and um, asking what I think of it. And I'm like, yeah, it's not. He's like, if you could get free plastic surgery, would you do it? And I'm like, well, no, I don't. I'm not really. I'm not really into plastic surgery. I don't. I don't think I really want it. Which to me is like, why is that a bad thing? It's like, oh man. And he's like mm-hmm. bummed, like that I'm like against plastic surgery. And I'm not against it. It's just not for me. You know, I don't. I don't want it. It's like this is good that I'm happy the way I am. That I don't want to get plastic surgery on it. You know, what the fuck? Anyway, but he's. And t- even if I did, I wouldn't tell you, you stranger in a parking lot. Right. <laughs> so then he says. Um, uh, he keeps talking about it, so I can't help it anymore. So if you say talking about rhinoplasty and this and that, I was like, well, what plastic surgery are you getting? Because we've talked about this long enough. He's like, oh man, oh, promise you, you got to promise me not to tell your husband. Pinky swear, and he like pinky puts his pinky out. I'm like, fine, oh, pinky swear. Oh no! Did you know then? Were you like, uh oh? Yeah, I was thinking like, oh god, what is it going to be? And then I, I, before I could even think, he's like, okay, penis enlargement. <laughs> So let's do a quick recap. I'm in the post office parking lot and I'm now engaged in a conversation with a man 
who just told me he's trying to get a penis enlargement. And that's why, and a military paid for a penis enlargement, I might add. Oh, the fuck they did. They did not do that. Yeah, I, I, don't, guarantee I don't think you. so. So now, you know, again, in retrospect, we start to think that this is the kind of weirdo that just tries to engage people in bogus conversations. Greg said that there's like a, a, a type of guy that likes to be humiliated about the size of his dick. Yeah, yeah. cuckold. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I didn't even know about that. So I, I found think that that's the hard is. way. <laughs> Retweeting the um, Hot Wives <laughs> stuff. Date night with my hot oh, wife. Oh, right. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. A lot of that dirty shit will come up where the guy is like, oh, I'm going to watch a guy with a big cock, with such a bigger cock than mine. F my wife tonight. <laughs> you like how I said F? <laughs> I have no reason to say F. Both the kids are at sleepovers. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a whole genre. Yeah, yeah. So I guess oh. this that now in retrospect, I think that's what this guy was going up. But he just kept going on and on about it and saying like, because like, I mean, like how, like he's like, you know, because women have complained and stuff like that. And I was like, well, they don't sound like very nice women, you know. And and I'm just, but I mean, for me, like as a as someone from a, a dong related podcast, this is a very hard conversation <laughs> to walk away from. And I'm out in the open. There are people coming and going, so I'm not feeling. <laughs> As someone with a dong-related podcast, this is a very hard conversation to walk away from. It is. I understand. I have an obligation to my, my, my public. So public. <laughs> I should have said, could you hold on? I'm just going to like pull my phone out and start recording this. So um, anyway, oh, yeah. You did? No, no, no. I should have. I should have. Uh, I didn't tell him the name of the podcast, but when he was like asking if I was offended, like by this dick talk, I was like, I have a, I have a podcast where we talk about dicks a lot, so I'm fine. <laughs> I did say that. I'm, I'm surprised at that point he didn't just sh- show it to you. I know, I know. Well, that, so he, he sounds a little unstable. But he was like, he was like talking about these women and size and stuff, and he's like, well, it's like, and he made some. I thought I was like, well, don't show it to me. Like I actually felt I had to say that because I felt. Like the way he was like hesitating. Oh, 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 oh! And I forgot this, this part. I forgot this part. I forgot this part. Okay, I don't even think I told you this in text. Oh, maybe I did. Maybe I did. But yeah, but he was like squatting down while he was talking to me because we we're like on the driver's side of my car, and he's like probably like five feet away from me. And he like squats down while he's talking, and this car next to me like pulls in, pulls out, and then and he was like, oh man, oh this is really embarrassing. He's like, oh wait, okay, that's more comfortable. And I was like, what? And I didn't, I couldn't figure it out and then and then in the process of us talking he like walked around to the other side of the car and said okay that's better and then I think then I realized I think he was hiding a boner he was hiding a boner (laughs) gross gross (laughs) okay okay exactly how hot was this guy he wasn't because he had to have been like halfway cute for you to keep talking to him I think no 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 he wasn't no no not at all no. Like how old? He was probably in his early thirties. He was. He just must have not seemed very threatening. He didn't seem. No, he seemed know. super friendly and cheerful. Yeah. Yeah, that's why okay. he was not threatening. But no, nothing I'm at all attracted to at all. Um, okay. So um, he was of an indeterminable uh, ethnicity. So kind of Asian, but kind of olive-skinned, you know, but not Hawaiian-looking either. So I don't. <laughs> kind of Asian. <laughs> I probably just offended somebody, but oh well. No, no, I don't think you did. I just love it. I just love it. I just thought that was funny. That's all. So no, anyway. I didn't think it was offensive. So but I'm hiding. white, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm white. <laughs> so I get to say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he was like hiding a boner, and then. Um, uh, oh, that's right. And he kept saying like, "Well, it's like," he's like, "Okay, tell me, do you think like this is this is too small?" And he's like, "The girth is two and a half centimeters," and I'm like, no. two centimeters." And- yeah, that's what I said, centimeters. And I'm thinking that's like a straw. Yeah, no, I know. It's like because like I think the average is six inches in girth, inches, which is like twelve centimeters. You know, so because it's almost, it's not exactly, but two centimeters to an inch. You know, so when he said that, I was like. What? And I stuck up my pinky finger. <laughs> yeah. And uh, maybe that that maybe that's when he had to go around the other side of the car because uh, that was just exactly what he wanted was to see me like stick up my pinky oh, no. finger. <laughs> and I'm thinking, do you not understand centimeters to to inches conversion? Because don't talk in centimeters if you don't understand centimeters. Because I understand metric. I'm thinking. 
But anyway, and then oh, he's like, word. then he made a gesture like he was going to sit in the car to talk. And I was like, oh, oh no, I got to go. And that's when I ended it. That's when I felt threatened and scared. I was like, no, I got to go. Good. Yeah. So that was that conversation. <laughs> and then I. Oh, that is epic. Yeah. And then I texted you before I got to the supermarket, which was where I was going next. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So it's funny because oh, then I went back to the house and I'm telling Greg and funny. Tim and Marilyn about it. And then and I think Marilyn was like, well, something for the podcast. And I was like, I've already texted <laughs> Stephanie about it. Like before any of them even knew about it, I'd already told you all about it. <laughs> but I saved a lot of the details. <laughs> I feel like I just did a Tommy Wizzo. <laughs> <laughs> you must be kidding, aren't you? Two is great, Denny, but three is a crowd. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, so, yeah, so that's probably the most eventful thing that happened to me uh, on that trip. Um, I took Quincy into the ocean for the first time. We went to this really calm oh. beach, and he loved it. Like, I bet. he just, like, even after, like, we went to this really calm one that had, like, a water break in it, so it was, like, tiniest tiniest little waves and um um so it was the safest one to take him in and um and even after like a little wave kind of like went over his little head he just like didn't care he was like unfazed and just kept going back in he's a water baby and like we take him back up to the to the sand and then he just just take off and just charge straight to the water like he would just walk right in and drown if we let him yeah. like, he just loved it Aww. so um so that was really 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 cute and we had a picture taken of uh of him and um and the Heidecker baby Amelia at uh, with Santa Claus and yes. they both screamed <laughs> that was and they hated it yeah it was so awesome and they were wearing <laughs> outfits that I made which was so cute and um yeah and so then everything was going great we stayed at the because we were so far out from Honolulu we decided to stay at um, oh there was other thing was that the place we had was we thought it was reserved to the end of our stay and then it turned out the last two days weren't reserved and somebody else was coming so we like we were like sitting on the (laughs) reserved bunion that's for you um uh, yeah, so we had to, like, luckily they weren't coming in. Like, they called us, like, yeah, the maids are there and you haven't left yet. And I'm like, uh, we're on the beach, like, because we thought we're there for two more nights. So oh. that was fucked. Luckily, they were able to let us stay one more night because the next people weren't coming in until the, the following night. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so it was like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? So then we stayed in Honolulu the last night at the Royal Hawaiian, and that was really nice. Oh, and so awesome. It was, like, an old, old hotel, and it's beautiful. Like, if you look at the skyline from the water, like, everything's, like, new, 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 and then this looks really old and nice. Oh, so, right. So that was, that was great. And anyway, so it's like, okay, our flight was at noon the next day. And um, so we were getting up at like, you know, quarter past eight to like pack up the room and head out by nine. And then I get a text from the owner of the house. Like we found Uh-oh. some car keys in the house. Uh-oh. And I was like thinking, we didn't leave any keys. We both drove down to in two cars back to Honolulu. And I was like, wait a minute. These are my house keys. And mind you, the only reason I bring these keys is because like we're leaving the house. And Greg's like, yeah, in case something happens to mine, we'll have yours for backup. But I fucking left the keys in the fucking house over an hour away. Uh-uh. So, um, and I was freaking out. So I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And I was like in a complete panic. And then Greg called the airline and they were like, oh, that's right. I was trying to get the, the guy to FedEx it to us. He's like, well, I can leave it. It's in a Ziploc bag in the, uh, in the, in the uh, letterbox. I'm like, oh yeah, FedEx is just going to come and fucking pick it up and address my envelope for me. So I realized right. I was dealing with like total small town people that couldn't handle a FedEx package. So um, <laughs> with my big city FedEx ways. Can't so handle your I package. Was like, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. So, yeah. So, I was like, oh, shit. What am I going to do? So, um, yeah, Greg called the airline. We got to change the flight for, like, 50 bucks. And, um, yeah. So, then we just... It was 15 more dollars to keep the rental car for the extra 10 hours. And, yeah. So, then we just, like, okay, guys. Like, those guys went on the... <laughs> and the, the Heideggers went on the noon flight. And we stayed till, till 10 p.m. So, we just casually drove up and picked up the keys. And then we had lunch at this organic cafe that was kind of near where we were staying that, that Greg hadn't got to go to. And we just had this nice leisurely day. And then just before it was time to go to the airport, we found this fucking tiki bar and restaurant mm. that we had knew about, but we 
they hadn't had time to go to. So we just hung out there for like two and a half hours in this like it was like this is perfect. Like it was made the day so much more excellent because we got to stay and because it was a red eye, Quincy slept the whole time. So it was oh, awesome. So it's a dream. <laughs> it was like that sounds like a dream. The best dumbest mistake I ever made. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great how that worked out for you. Yeah, yeah. So that was really good. And so that was that was the end of that trip. So yeah, I'm so and it was just relaxing and fun and our house was like right on the water and I realized how terrified I am of the ocean. Are you scared of the ocean? I am. The older I get, the more scared I am. And I mean, yeah. I just remember being a kid and we go to Virginia Beach on the East Coast, you know, every single summer because my grandparents are all in Virginia and we would go to Norfolk and we would just, I'd play in the waves all day and I didn't care. And my parents would give me tutorials on if you got, if I got caught in the undertow. And right. do you, did you ever get told about that? Like warned about, you know, just go limp if you are swimming and you get pulled under because there's this thing called the oh. undertow. And I like, I thought it was a big toe, like a toe on a foot that yeah, would grab right, you or right. something. And I'm like, oh, but it still <laughs> scare me too bad. But the older I get, I'm like, no, no way. Am I going out <laughs> any farther <laughs> than like five feet? So... Yeah, I'm scared of like things in the water. Though I was fine, like the water mm-hmm. I went into, I went in the water up where we were staying and in down in Waikiki as well, and I was like pretty fine with it. But just like at night, because because Greg and Tim did a show the first night, and and Marilyn and didn't join us until a few days later, so it was just me. Like Quincy's asleep, and it's just me with this like patio with this door open to the ocean and I just see these crashing waves and I was like leaving the the, the the fly screen doors just the fly screens open you know and I was like because you're on the ocean and you should be enjoying this but I'm like I'm scared <laughs> so like I kind of tolerated it and then when Greg and Tim came back I was like okay now I can relax you know and yeah. then um and then the next night they were out shooting or something again and I was like I hate this and I just closed the I just closed the, the glass because I was just like I didn't I just didn't like the loud waves just being by myself when other people were around I could like sort of enjoy it you know mm-hmm. but I just really makes you feel small and um and helpless you know mm-hmm. so I did just I didn't I didn't enjoy it in by myself but I did enjoy it when other people were around so mm. it's an intimidating sound yeah so, it is yeah but anyway but I'm still glad to, it was beautiful to watch like the sunset would set between two palm trees there were four palm trees in the oh. four coconut trees in the backyard and they were like and the sun would set right between the two middle ones so yeah it was a it was magical and oh. I made so many cocktails my god we went through so much <laughs> what rum. did you make <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I was trying to make there's so many different Mai Tai recipes mm-hmm. and I brought my deck of like um of cocktail cards I have like a deck of 52 cocktail recipe cards and um they're all too complicated and too many ingredients so I tried to just make sort of a basic Mai Tai and I tweaked it and got it better but adding coconut cream kind of solves everything but yeah I think mm. we went through like three bottles of rum um in a week what so, kind of rum That's did great. you get I had um, I normally like to get Sailor Jerry spiced rum but uh-huh. um, I got this kind Cruzon which is not very good I think that was part of my problem with the first batch but then I got this other kind oh, it has an octopus on it Greg was surprised I got a Kraken because <laughs> I hate octopus <laughs> what <laughs> I just love that I like that I just I'm picturing you bringing it home and Greg going I'm surprised you got <laughs> yeah. that's exactly how it went down <laughs> Because I hate them. I hate. In fact, Quince has this deck of cards, like flashcards, with like, oh, like oh, two, no. two different cards per letter. You know, so like <laughs> apple and apron is for A. With O, one is overalls. The other one is octopus. And it's a picture of a live living picture. Like, I don't mind cartoon octopus, but <laughs> oh, I hate. Oh, it's a live living octopus. That is upsetting. Yes, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. And I and every and I kept every time I take the deck out, I leave it in the in the box with the instruction cards because I don't want to see it. And finally, when we're in Hawaii, I put it in the trash. <laughs> I hate it. It's the worst. You should. Yeah. So oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so the other big news that happened um, just before we went to Hawaii was that um, Greg's movie, um, in which Neil Hamburger is the comedian character unofficially is it called um, entertainment is, is that the name it's of called the movie? entertainment okay. yes it was accepted at sundance oh, congratulations yeah that's so that's really exciting really big. it's very validating oh, so uh, i think something like like six thousand movies or maybe it's even more uh are submitted to sundance and then like mm-hmm. only like 118 are selected so yeah it feels wow. like you're in good company if you get accepted at sundance so yeah 
So, um, so Greg's gonna go to Sundance. We were talking about me and Quincy going. Are you I going? I think it's too no. hard. No, we're not gonna go. It is. Like, because yeah. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even get to like. Because Greg had, would have to do like you know, go to screenings and stuff. Yeah. And you know, where I'd just is be it? In Idaho. In the hotel. It's in uh, Utah. Utah, um, Park okay. City, Utah. So yeah, so that's exciting that the movies. I got to see it um, last Monday. Finally, Greg hadn't seen it either, and yeah, Ooh. it's like total total art film, but but it's really good. I think it's really good. It's really oh, beautiful, I'm and so Greg glad. did a great job. So, Who else yeah, is I'm in really it? Proud. Um, John C. Riley is in it. Michael Sarah is in it, and. Um, else of note tim heidecker is in it dean stockwell from quantum leap is in it oh my god aaron <laughs> from the grapes of ratwell and nick too are going to freak out once they hear that oh really oh god quantum leap. they've just started oh, yeah, a yeah. podcast that is talk- only about quantum leap <laughs> that's right i heard them talking about it a few weeks ago a couple months ago i was like oh, yeah awesome. i gotta tell them about this yeah they won't like what i have to say um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so. Oh wait, who gosh. is it from Bow Wow Wow? Who's in it? I'm totally. Oh yeah, Annabella Lewin. Annabella. Annabella okay. Lewin. Yeah, she's in it too. That's Just she's a small role that's at the start, but yeah. So I guess they shot a lot of stuff, and it's like you know when you're it's edited down, it's you know so much you know is missing, yeah. you know, because Greg was like, I know he said they shot a lot of driving stuff, and like there's not much driving, and he was like it was so hot, and the air conditioner broke. <laughs> oh yeah, that was all shot for nothing. Yeah, He's yeah. He's sweaty so, um, in like a no air conditioned car, like shooting for probably twelve hours or something. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Didn't get used. Oh. So, but that's that's showbiz. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> that's a line from Waiting for Guffman. He's like, he's like. Corky would absolutely not let me audition 30 minutes after I got off and you know that's show business he says and he's the master <laughs> gotta give him credit for that <laughs> that was exciting congratulations to both of you um, yeah going to these film festivals oh, oh well I was just gonna say that David had um, a film for his movie the big in Japan thing he went, oh, yeah. he's been going to festivals and um just a few for them, you know, not too many, but there's one in the Bahamas that he couldn't get out of, and it was like he was supposed to be there for five days, and he got back the night before our 16th anniversary. <laughs> and uh-huh. It was just, I told the story on the Grapes of Red last week, but it was just so funny because he's like, he didn't want to tell me that he was going to be in the Bahamas for a whole week of December before. <laughs> Right before our anniversary. <laughs> I wouldn't be there. You know, like, I couldn't take the time off. The kids are in school. You know what I mean? Like, there was no yeah. way I could go. That would just make no sense. And he did not yeah. want to tell me anything. <laughs> Where in the Bahamas was he? Because if he was in Nassau, like, I'm, I'm going to tell you, good... you didn't miss anything. Yeah. No, the way he described it, it sounded exactly like how you told me about the cruise that was down there. Yeah, yeah. It was he, horrible. He didn't seem to really like it, and he could have been downplaying for the missus, which was, you know, which is fine. Well, I didn't have to downplay it for you, and you heard me downplay it, so... <laughs> I mean, it's just like a frat boy hell town yes, tourist trap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, said yeah. That, um, if you they played... if, put it this way, if you get to get away, you don't want to go there and get away. Like, yeah. that is a waste. You would feel like, oh my God, I can't believe I got off and this is where I went. You would be pissed. I, yes. And I was thinking that too. And then it was also like, I didn't want to tell anyone that I worked with. I'm like, well, my husband's at the Bahamas, but I, in the Bahamas, but I don't really want to go to, you know, because it sounds really defensive and like a lie. But like, I really didn't because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He said about it, and he's like, "It's just going to be a bunch of a bunch of schmoozing, and you know, you don't really like the guys in my band, or, or I don't like one of them. I should say, yeah, he's yeah. Like, it's not like I'm like, I know, I totally actually don't want to be there because it wouldn't be a vacation. It would be just like a bunch of you know, shaking hands yeah. and like getting on another boat or whatever. But he was telling me that they, they had to play this one show on some island, and there was no PA system. And- they plugged it into the monitor and then there was a, a drunk there was no mic stand and so some drunk guy held up a microphone for Phil to see it for the whole set Oh, man. And he said that like since the guy was drunk like in between songs he'd like be like like trying to whoop up the audience like <laughs> get the audience all like whipped up and excited like aren't they great folks <laughs> Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. I love that story so much. So anyway. That reminds me of the time I saw, um, I went, I drove down to Orange County to see um, a Harry, a wizard rock band. 
<laughs> and a wizard rock band. Do you know about wizard rock? No. All these bands. Oh my god, wizard rock is like a genre of rock where all these bands that are inspired by Harry Potter. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe you didn't know about this. I can't believe I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harry and the Potters. Um, that's like the best one, the most successful one. <laughs> but um, they're great. Um, so this one um, is called the Remus Lupins. That's who I went to see. And um, and my friend is friends with the, with the guy from the Remus Lupins. But anyway, this girl was opening. What was she called? Um, uh, the Hermione Crookshank Experience. Oh, my God. Crookshank is Hermione's cat. So it was the Hermione Crookshank Experience. Anyway. <laughs> So it was like her first show and she's like oh, I'm sorry it's my first show blah, blah, blah. so she's not prepared she doesn't know her songs no. off by heart so she's got to read her lyrics off a book and so then she gets someone out of the audience to read to hold up her book right and then at the end she offers them what did she offer them she offered them like a discount on her merchandise I'm like give them something for free you oh, stupid no. bitch you ill prepared bitch I was and I thought she sucked anyway and so I was just so mad that like she didn't even offer herself she's like oh these discs are nine dollars I spent a lot of time working on them and like making them up from my computer and I was like fuck you I just got so mad at her so um, wow yeah, I couldn't stand it yeah she stunk. But that's what, that's what reminded me. You said this guy was holding up the mic. Is that this girl made, uh, made uh, somebody hold up her book so she could read her lyrics because she wasn't prepared. <laughs> and then gave them nothing. Oh, so, no. Yeah. And David goes, yeah, we didn't know that guy was drunk for a little while. We just thought he had a lisp. <laughs> he goes, then he walked into our, like, later in our room, he walked into, like, a sliding glass door and got really angry at us. <laughs> Wow! I was like, "Oh, this is great. Okay, I can handle these these Bahamas stories while I'm back here <laughs> near solstice of winter, like with the kids and working." <laughs> yeah, actually, we when we went, we went. It was February and it was it was cold. Like we couldn't have even gone in the water if you wanted. Really? To. So yeah. So Hell. yeah, I mean, we went. I think the water there was kind of filthy anyway, but. <laughs> Yeah, and we walked like away from town, and then we thought we were gonna get robbed, so we like quickly yeah. turned back and went to like something safe looking. So, uh, yeah, it was not a nice place. Okay, so, I feel even yeah, better so about if, not if going. If it was mostly, in, if it was just in Nassau, I would worry about. It. I can't speak to the rest of the <laughs> No, that's how he's making shit. it sound. So, yeah. Cool. Well, um, I just want to share a couple of things that I've I've found. Um, one of these actually Greg found today. Um, there's a restaurant we like to go to a lot called My Vegan Gold, and it's so great. And vegans and non-vegans alike love this place. Um, anyway, they, so this one's called My Vegan Gold Edition. So we're like, why nice. is this the gold edition? Turns out in South Pasadena, there's just My Vegan. So I guess that's the original one compared to this one, which is the gold edition. So we were debating whether to go to the other one because we're going to South Pasadena anyway. And Greg found this review. Uh, my friend that lives in Pasadena took me here a couple of times, knowing that I am a vegetarian. He thought this would be the perfect place to take me. Food was okay, quite small, very clean. I remember one evening I was enjoying my meal and this man had his back facing us and he just kept blowing his nose over and over. It got to the point where I felt irritated. Jeez, blow your snot everywhere, why don't you? How rude. <laughs> when the when the two finally stood up and was getting ready to leave, I realized it was Rob Schneider. <laughs> He smiled at me with his pale, pale face, looking dazed and sick. Oh, I was so oh starstruck, God. I forgot about how I felt about him earlier. That's the review. <laughs> oh my God! So how was that a good review? That was. He gave it three stars. Three stars. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. It's just so demented. Um, yeah. The other thing I wanted to read, the last thing I wanted to read was, I, I, I don't know if you'd heard about this because I feel like I saw it posted somewhere else, but in Taiwan, somebody was moving a hippo and what? the hippo freaked out and it <laughs> tried to, it broke loose and um, it, uh, it, and it like landed on a car and like broke its leg and broke its tooth <laughs> and, and, and confused residents reported seeing a dinosaur on the loose because... <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thankfully, the hippo is going to make a full recovery. We're told, um, and the owner, the person was like, "Is like, uh, they, 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 it's like an attraction at a farm, and they, they were transporting it from one place to the other." But apparently, they're up for a fine for you know animal protection laws, some violation of an animal protection law. But the thing that killed me 
was the final line of this is the last paragraph of this piece uh-oh. Local media local media said the hippo was a star attraction at its farm and had even appeared in a popular television soap opera several years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was a valuable hippo. Yes! <laughs> it was a beloved like hippo. The, it just seemed so random in the end of everything else that it was on a soap opera. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds There's me of Little Sebastian really on Parks sad. and Rec. Do you watch Parks and Rec? I hate Parks and Rec. You hate it because they have um, a little miniature horse that the whole town loves called Little Sebastian. <laughs> it Ooh, just cracks me I up like because the name. I know. And then I like the concept horse. of like Little Sebastian can do no wrong. Like he's beloved by the by the whole town. So yeah, no, I hate it though because it's that whole forced the the whole camera <laughs> shaky thing and the. They're zooming in on everybody's face before they've said anything interesting all the time. Like, it loses, you know what I mean? It's nauseating to watch because they used to do that in the office where they just sort of be like the original office, like, you know, it's sort of like a distant camera and then somebody says something awkward and then they zoom in, like, and oh shit, we better zoom. get this, you know? Yeah, now it's just like t- camera move, zoom cut to the next person it's out and then zoom in and then it cuts back to the first person it's out and then zoom in like it's like what are you doing are you fucking crazy this makes no sense from a documentary perspective which is what you're trying to emulate so it just pisses me off and i never thought it was very funny so. uh, <laughs> um, they should make a super cut of like all the like you know maybe like a whole minute of people just looking at the camera when it pans in like you know breaking the yeah. fourth wall and just looking at the camera zoom you know someone else doing it because they yeah <laughs> yeah you mention it they do, do that i all the time. would have a fucking seizure <laughs> <laughs> fourth wall yep cool well you got anything else to add nah i'm good <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, I do want to mention, oh, I forgot to mention, forgot to mention, forgot to mention. We got nice Christmas packages from listener Jonathan. <gasps> we did. Listener yes. Jonathan is the favorite listener now. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> listen up. <laughs> yeah. He sent butt plug delicious sugar cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Picard doing a head desk. <laughs> Type of face palm. Captain face Picard palm sugar Picard. cookies. And a lovely, lovely Christmas card of himself yes. and his husband and his, their little dog wearing a bow. Yes. It was so really cute. adorable. And Jonathan, you're the official favorite. So next yes. year, you guys have some work to do with the rest of you. Yes. God, these cookies are so good. I only have one they were card really left. Good. So, I know. Yeah. I- I had like two. I made the kids eat the rest of them. They're like, nom, 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 nom. And <laughs> I took a picture. I'm lucky because Greg's gluten free and we don't give Quincy any sugar. And when we had other people over, I just, I, I actually, I showed the Picard and didn't offer it to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is for display only. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have one Picard left and I'm going to. I know. My kids it. are eating like the butt plug cookies and I'm like, mm, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I didn't get any butt plugs. I thought they were just Christmas lights. Oh, I think I... that they probably were Christmas lights, but they're supposed to be <laughs> butt plugs. I don't know. He he um, christened them as butt plugs, so. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Tis the reason Thank you, for Jonathan. the season. We really appreciated it. So yeah. Much. Yeah. We like Jonathan. He's a teacher's pep. So, for, um, <laughs> let's see. If you need to buy ingredients for sugar cookies or butt plugs... Or yes. Captain Picard face palm stencils. Um, you should go to Amazon, <laughs> but before that, you should go to Dongtini.com and click through the Amazon link so we get a little kickback and can continue to stay on the terrestrial airwaves for you. And um, what else? Is there anything else besides the Dong line that we need to say? I don't think so. 323 301 Dong. We've been pushing a bunch and we haven't heard much. So I yeah. know. Call, Call us, you assholes. 323-301-DONG DONG is in Wiener And you will <laughs> receive A butt plug cookie Which will be awarded to you anally And <laughs> until next time Bye Simone Bye Stephanie Bye, bye.
Black East, your type don't crawl. Play at the Geek Jazz to parade your snaz on your five grand stereo. Bragging that you know how the niggers feel cold and the slums got so much soul. It's time to taste what you most fear. Right guard will not help you here. Brace yourself, my dear. It's a holiday in Cambodia. It's tough there, but it's life. It's a holiday. Everybody.